0: P time.
1: Oh, that was, <laughs> that was like, like sexy voice.
0: <laughs> this is Paul. I'm the P and CP.
1: And I'm Chris. I'm the C and the CP.
0: CP. So welcome. Welcome to, to episode four. Four. We're four in. Yeah. So it's official now.
1: And I think we've had like some nice feedback from people about well, like five people who really seem yeah. to enjoy it, yeah. which is good. Hi
0: mom, by the way. Hey, mom. Shout out to my mom. <laughs> my mom. Thanks for listening. <laughs>
1: So, today's episode, I was laying in bed last night and I thought, I know exactly what I would like this episode to be. Because this is a story that people, a lot of people know, but a lot of people have asked us about. And it's, it actually takes both of us to tell the story.
0: It's a cute story. It's, it's, uh, (laughs) it's our party trick, if you will.
1: Well, no, I mean, it's... We tell
0: this story a lot. It's
1: how we, how we met, how we got together. How we met. So it will be we will be interrupting each other, but we usually when we tell it I say, Can I tap in or can I pause you? So that's like normal. That's not being that's how we normally tell it. Yeah, I'm used I'm used to it now. So so we're 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 gonna go back in time. And we're gonna go back
0: We're gonna go back to a magical time (laughs) Before (laughs) the Twin Towers actually went down. This is when the Twin Towers still existed. I'm sorry. This is some some perspective. Okay. This was before 9-11.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I had just come off the road. Uh, Stanley Turnitin had died. He had a stroke.
1: Okay, honey, not everyone is like jazz peeps, so you have to tell people who that is. Okay.
0: I had the great pleasure of playing with one of the great jazz tenor saxophonist of all time named Stanley Turrentine, who was originally from Pittsburgh, PA, incidentally. From Pittsburgh, which is where we, we live and we're from. Holla. Right. Pittsburgh. So he... Um, he was one of the great jazz musicians ever. And I was in his band for the last couple of years of his life. And uh, we were playing at the New- the Blue Note in New York in September of two thousand. And he we played the last we played the Saturday we were supposed to play the Sunday. And this is before like this is before everybody had a cell phone. And uh, I came to the gig on the last day and everybody was really somber and there weren't a lot of people there. And somebody came up to me and they said, did you hear what happened to Stanley? I said, no, what happened? They said he had a stroke. His wife took him to the hospital. So we didn't play the last night. And then I drove back to Pittsburgh the next day and in my car. Uh, I got a call. I had a very early cell phone. I got a call from Judith, Stanley's wife, and she said, I'm going to pull the plug. Okay, it doesn't look that, good. That,
1: so, okay. That, that's a very depressing way to start how we met. Yeah, well,
0: it's good theater. Good theater. You know, you got to start with the no. the sad and okay. then that. I wouldn't have opted so to tell the try- story. What I'm what really? trying to say is I was very active on the road. I was traveling with Stanley Tarantine. Okay. Um, and let's get, to the, let's get passed, to the joyous part. He passed... So I, I came back to Pittsburgh. Okay. Luckily, I had a nice network of people uh, immediately. People like Eric Susoff. I started working in the jazz community immediately. There was a theater company that I played for f- when I was 19 years old. I started playing for Gargaro Productions. And then I went on the road with a couple different people for a few years. And when they heard I was back in town, they kind of said, oh, come and play. Okay. So so they had All this. Sh- uh, let's
1: let's fast forward this. I'm
0: so Sorry. Please.
1: So, Garguero is where it starts.
0: Yes. Okay. But I had to. I don't know. I I kind of link. I kind of link us meeting with with me coming out of a phase of my life. Oh, okay. Which, out which of was the, out which of was the being g- the kind of being on the road phase <laughs> abruptly ending, oh, okay. and kind of uh, Garguero at that time PMT kind of stepping in and going. Hey, you're back in town Please come and work with us I got As an artist It's tough It's tough when I lost a gig He passed away I didn't know what was going to happen I got you PMT kind of called me up We heard you're back in town Come and okay. play
1: The reason I'm surprised That you're starting Like whenever we tell this story You never start with that So I'm surprised that Today you chose to start it that way
0: Well we have a podcast now So, so I'm people, allowed to say Whatever I want You I'm are I'm the P of the CP So You are You have to listen to me Okay So it's nice to get that in
1: but now, let's talk about the fun part of the story The Go joyous ahead. part Go ahead, please Okay So, we were um, doing a little show Okay, so PMT, that's what he mentioned We should clarify for people who don't know what that is Pittsburgh Musical Theater It's a company that it actually changed names It morphed names It used to be called Gargaro
0: Gargaro Productions Named after uh, Ken Gargaro Really fabulous He was a trumpet player years ago And then he started producing local theater. I got to give a shout out to Ken Gargaro. You don't
1: need to give his resume.
0: We wouldn't be here without Ken Gargaro. Agreed. And Ken Gargaro always looked out for the musicians for his shows. He started putting on shows. He started a theater company. He always looked out for the musicians. He always wanted great pits. He always made sure we were taken care of. And I always appreciated that. So shout out to Ken Gargaro. All
1: right. So let's tell the actual story now. We're like 20 minutes in. Let's get to the actual story.
0: Chris Latta, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Okay. So we were doing a show called, um, drum roll, Boogie Wonderland. Ooh. Now, the show had originally been done in London. And when it was done in London, it was called?
0: It was called Boogie Nights. But of course they couldn't call it Boogie Nights here because of the successful Paul Paul Thomas Anderson. I don't know. Mark Wahlberg, uh, Mark Wahlberg movie. They couldn't call it Boogie so Nights. So
1: they here. called it Boogie Wonderland, and this was like back in the throes of when disco was. This you know, was the, sort of popular. This again. was the tail end of the, the revival.
0: Yeah.
1: And the show is was, um, a, you know, set in a club, set in like a. Most of it was set in sort of a discotheque. Now I'm not going to go into the whole story of the show because. There's really not much to tell about the show.
0: Boy meets girl, boy loses girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But the music was all hits. You know, all really great disco hits. And
0: you got to preface, the music had to be reworked because all of the hits that were (coughs) hits in the UK didn't really translate. They had different kind of disco hits than we had. So we we were still working on the show and changing music.
1: So the guy who directed the show, his name was Alan, what's his last name? you're not
0: prepared for this podcast
1: can't forget okay anyway he was super fun like had a total blast with him and um we started rehearsing uh down in the back when they were in the strip district and it was really like joyous and fun because we all know that we all knew that the show you know we're, we're not talking about we weren't doing shakespeare But we knew that it was fun and we were having a great time, whether the book was that great or not. And I even remember, like, losing it one day in rehearsals because we had to learn harmony to disco songs. And I kind of, like, lost it because I thought, who who even knew there was, like, funny harmonies? What's that? Um, The, you know the casey and the sunshine band was oh that that's song. the way uh-huh, uh-huh that's the way uh-huh uh-huh i like it and i remember gavin Paymer. hi gavin if shout you're out listening. to gavin we love I you i remember gavin. this so clearly gavin's like okay and now we're gonna learn the harmony to that's the way i like it he may never remember this story i had to leave the room because i was laughing so hard that there was even a harmony to that's the way i like it um that's the way uh-huh uh-huh i like it it's still in my brain it's still in my brain all these years later okay so we start the show and we're rehearsing and then th- we finally meet the band for this uh sits probe Vondel probe whatever yeah, the, you want to call of the, it the
0: run. the run and i remember the first time you guys sang through you didn't just sing you ran the show in front of us yeah in front of the mirror and i remember seeing you for the first time um and you were all business I thought you looked kind of funny because you were wearing those glasses the whole time that you wore in the show. Yeah. She had these huge, like, 1972...
1: Awesome frames. You find a good, funny pair of glasses. (laughs) You're not taking them off. So I I was... He said I was all business because, you know, the first time you run a show with the band, you know, you're nervous and you just want to land everything. There was no
0: smiling and hello. (laughs) We didn't have that, like, playful flirting. No, no, no,
1: no. So then the show, we moved the show to that... It used to be called...
0: The New Hazlitt. Oh, The New Hazlitt. It was The Hazlitt. The Hazlitt, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. it's The New Hazlitt. Yes.
1: And, um, and, and this... here,
0: I'm going to make you feel old in a second. The run of the show <coughs> was three weeks, I believe. I it? believe we did it for three weeks at nice. The Hazlitt. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, that's amazing. So what's really unusual about Boogie Wonderland is that this, the the band was on stage. So for most musicals, They're in a pit or they're off to the side of the stage. Yes, you need
0: to hide the band as much as possible.
1: So um, they were part of the whole experience. Like, you know, they were supposed to play and have fun, maybe dance, sort of sing along in a way because it was a discotheque. And as we started running the shows, there was a number. Now, we'll tap in on each other.
0: Well, you forgot to say. So the band (coughs) was visible on stage, and the New Hazlitt is a three quarter thrust theater. Um, The band was. Upstage oh, was upstage against the wall, but we were up the steps. We were probably how many feet up? Maybe oh, at seven, least ten. Seven. Oh, I would say, say seven, feet. eight feet up off of the off of the ground. There there were stairs on either side, so we were, <coughs> we were higher than everybody else. Right. So I could look down and see the show being performed. Yeah. And she could so the look actors up and we, we were
1: we were ben- beneath the band. So there was this scene in the show where um That's, everybody on stage except one person was frozen and um so we were we were frozen and um one of the actors is well, i don't know if we should give people's last names on this podcast and, well don't worry about it then. okay sorry gavin earlier he said his name anyway so like
0: gavin we love you
1: we love you anyway so we're all we're all frozen and the a- actor is singing last dance by donna summer and it's we're all like you know, we're at the discotheque, and I was I was blocked to be frozen with my back to the audience, but looking, you know, looking towards the back wall where the band was. So Paul was basically right in front of me, and that's where I was supposed to be. And so the song happens, and we come out real slow motion. We hear...
0: Ooh, yes, this was the act one finale. Ooh.
1: Last dance, and I'm standing there, and I'm supposed to be frozen for f- until the song changes and you know speeds up that slow part, yes, so there's Paul in front of me, and he starts sort of smiling at me, and no,
0: I'm just okay, so i'm uh <gasps> how old am I at this point no
1: we're, we're not getting into ages okay. it doesn't matter
0: I'm in my twenties, and this girl comes over to me. And she's, like, looking at me. No,
1: I don't come over to you. I'm, that's where no, I'm supposed to you know what be. I mean.
0: You're like, but it seemed like you came over to me.
1: <laughs> you were in... He, he got no, swallowed no. up in the reality of the and discotheque.
0: You're, and you're smiling at me and stuff. And I'm a single guy. And, and, so and what you happened? started smiling at me. And I started getting butterflies. Aww. I started getting butterflies. <laughs> I did, too. When I knew that Last Dance was going to happen. Not at this point. So I started getting butterflies... So as a guy, my first thought is, okay, let me see if I can throw this out there and, oh, right, and right. see if she'll bite at all. So
1: tell them the what was the first thing so you the did. So the first
0: thing I did, <coughs> I think I winked at you yes, first. Yes, I winked some, at you.
1: There was some definite winkage. And then
0: I was like, okay, I cleared that hurdle.
1: Well, now remember, oh, remember now, I could wink back because... Or smiled because the audience couldn't see me. Yes,
0: your back was to yeah. the audience. And this was over the period of the first week. Yeah. And so then then I I got really brave and I blew you a kiss. Yeah. Um, which I thought would look good for the show anyway. I suppose. I blew you a kiss and you kind of caught it out of the air. You did one of these kind of silly, and you stuck your finger in your mouth. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Like, I really panicked at that point.
1: And then one night we, I think it was Heather and I, we tied something to look like a garter around my leg.
0: And you were going to pull your...
1: Pull my dress up. And I was like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. Because we really were supposed to be frozen. Then... And
0: then I, well, one night I made a little heart. I made a little red heart out of car- cardboard paper that was underneath my sleeve. And I pulled <laughs> it out and kind of did like this. Like, I went pretty far.
1: Yeah, he went very far. This is even before the story gets crazy.
0: And then I totally <laughs> found myself liking her. Like like it kept going further and further. And I thought she was really cute to begin with, but I was just like going further and further and further with this. Okay, so, so then we had a 3 a 3 week run. Yeah. And I was also making jazz gigs. Uh there was a club about 2 blocks away from the Hazlett uh, really fabulous jazz club that used to exist that, that is no more, unfortunately, but although I've heard it's going to come back at some RIP. point, it's called uh, James Street. Um, a lot of great jazz okay,
1: there. Wait. We, we, don't, get on, don't get on the whole jazz kick right now. No, just I gotta, keep I just, the story. i got
0: to give props to James Street. You know, Shout out you'll, to James Street. Don't
1: spend 20 minutes just talking about James Street. <laughs> keep the story so, going.
0: I was playing at James Street. I booked a gig. Somebody was coming in from out of town. And they called me to play, so it was in the middle of this run, so I had to sub out.
1: Okay, so he subs out. That means he's not playing, and I'm doing the show. And my friends, um, my really good friends, came to the show the night that he subbed out. That night, um, there's a knock on the dressing. What?
0: You're not even letting me tell my side of the story. Oh, I'm sorry. So I subbed out this gig. I was playing with my <laughs> really good friend Tom Went. Shout out to Tom Went.
1: Don't do last names. I don't. Think Tom. Okay.
0: Anyway, uh, yeah. So I was playing with Tom. Tom was playing drums on the gig, and I said, "Hey, the show is going on. Let's go over there. I think it's intermission right now." And back then, I'm I'm not sure this happens anymore. But back then, people would go into clubs and things. Women and men who sell things, right? Yeah, flowers. Who sell flowers, and you buy a flower if you're on a date. So there's a woman who had flowers, and I bought these flowers from her, like a bunch of flowers, and I said, "Come." You want to come with me? I'm going to run over to the Hazlet. We took a break. I said, I think they're on intermission. I'm going to run over there and give this, give, give this girl these flowers. You were going
1: to so say cute girl. You just almost edited it. And he it. was
0: like, okay. So we took a break. We went over to the Hazlet with these flowers. And I didn't know where anybody was at. Everybody was running around. It was intermission. And I saw one of the keyboard players, Joe. Shout out to Joe. Okay, i not good. going to say his last good name. Good job. Joe. You know who you are. I gave Joe the flowers. I said, um, listen, can you make sure that that girl in the cast the really cute girl with the long, dark hair. Can you make sure that, please, that she gets these flowers? Okay, please. so now I'm tapping and don't, don't, don't tell her who they're from. Just say they're from an admirer. Okay. And so he said, yeah, oh, totally. All
1: right, so then, okay. So that night, my friends were at the show. And these are like like lifelong friends. They've, they're really great supporters of the arts and everything. So there's a knock on the dressing room door, and Joe, the keyboardist, knocks on the door. He's like, I have flowers for for somebody. And it was like five or six of us in the dressing room, and every girl's head turned like, <laughs> is it for me? And um, literally two of the girls, I remember this very clearly, stood up and walked to the door, <laughs> assuming...
0: Just Shout a, out to Heather.
1: <laughs> and, and, and Maria. Maria. <laughs> and so Joe's standing there with the flowers. He's like, no, 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 wait, wait. And he looked around the dressing room and was like, they're for you. And he pointed at me, and I was like, oh... Okay, thanks. Who, you know, he's like, I I don't know who they're from. He said something like, something to the effect of like, I I don't know who they're from. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is from, you know, Jay and Kathy or something. And um, that's, oh, thank you. And um, then the show went on and that was that. The next day. Paul is back on the bandstand, and during last dance, he holds up a sign. Now we're now we're dealing with no longer winks, we're dealing with signs the size well, of an eight by ten piece of paper.
0: Yeah, like a like a like a you know, yeah, like a like legal a piece, of paper, piece of paper.
1: And on it says, "Hope you like the flowers."
0: Yeah, I was hoping you, liked the flowers, was hoping you like the flowers. I was hoping you like the flowers. I was
1: hoping you like the flowers. He holds the sign up. I hold the sign up. the show.
0: And nobody's looking at us. I, I mean, that's at least that's what I'm thinking. Nobody's looking at us. And Chris, Lo- I lose it. I, I made her lose it, which I've never done before. She's acting in a show, and she broke. She totally broke. You put your hand over your face. I was you were like, blushing. "What
1: is happening?" So then, by this point, everybody cut is interested in Paul's little...
0: I, I wouldn't say everybody yet. Not yet everybody, everybody. Yet.
1: But like, I'd say three of the girls. This is
0: week two. Yeah. But at the end of week three, everybody okay. was totally dialed So
1: out. now, what started as like a cute little flirtation becomes a whole play within the play. It's like a one-act play happening during Last Dance. What were the next things you did?
0: No, the next <laughs> thing was, so...
1: Signs. You did more signs. Smiley faces and... um.
0: No, 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 no. The next thing was the serious question.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So then, (coughs) the next time, it was the next, it might have been the next week. It it was the start of the next week. When was
1: Pixie Sticks?
0: Oh, well, okay. We should tell that story. So, I held up the sign, and I'm bracing myself, because I don't know how she's going to react. And obviously, I kind of shook her. She didn't know... And I thought, here I am like your typical guy, and a beautiful girl's being nice to me, and I think that she's interested. And so we had an area, we had a common area in the the middle of all the dressing rooms. The band didn't have a a green room. We didn't have a dressing room. We were kind of in the hallway of the basement of the Hazlitt, and you guys were moving back and forth. Yeah. So we would sit on this desk.
1: Oh yeah. So wait, this was right after you said did you like the flowers, right? Yes,
0: this was intermission. Yeah. So that we would look at each other. We had that moment like right at the end of the first act, right before intermission. So intermission happened and I went downstairs.
1: And I was in my dressing room and then and, uh, I went and grabbed uh,
0: I was them. like, I don't know, I was nervous. I didn't know yeah. what you were gonna think.
1: Well he didn't actually talk to me. He just like just stepped <laughs> no, from afar. We didn't talk he to never you. like spoke to me, like, Hi, my name's Paul, blah blah blah. So I went to my dressing room, I got it. I got a handful of pixie sticks and I brought them out and I put them in his hand and I said, thank you. And I gave him a kiss on the cheek.
0: You didn't say thank you. You didn't say anything to me. You took, you opened up my hand, you put the pixie sticks in my hand. And then you leaned over and you gave me a kiss on the cheek and you kind of looked at me and then walked away in, a, in the most awkward way I ever. I
1: I'm sure I you, said thank you. You did
0: not say thank you. I swear right. on my music well, you did we'll not just, say we'll thank just, you.
1: no one will know <laughs> you really not, what happened.
0: You did not say thank you. It okay, was then we were extremely officially the two awkward.
1: most awkward human yeah. beings. Yeah. yeah. So then.
0: So then the next week. Yeah, okay. The next show, which was a Wednesday or a Thursday or whatever, we went up on stage and I had a two-sided sign. Oh, Yeah. And I held it now, up. Now, wait,
1: wait, wait. By this point, <laughs> by this point, all of the actors on stage who are supposed to be scattered looking in different directions have changed their blocking and moved so they could angle themselves to see what Paul was going to do. So including the stage manager would like peek from behind the um, console to see if he was going to do something, like the whole show was compromised because we, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. And I,
0: and I did my research. <laughs> I went to <laughs> Gavin. I said, "Tell me about."
1: Oh, tell, go on with. I said, story. "Tell me
0: about Chris Latta. Is she single? Is she seeing Come on, anybody? no, go on like, with oh, the story. no, no, no! She's totally <laughs> okay, single. Okay, go on you with should. the story. So he he helped me out with that. Ah, uh, shout out to Gavin. again. <laughs> so I had the, a two sided sign, and on the one side I held it up, and it said "Serious Question." And then I flipped it over, and it said "dinner?" question mark. And I looked around, and I, every other actor was looking at me. Everyone's
1: looking at me to see my reaction during the show while poor Maria is singing. Um, literally, it like the whole audience could see this happening, and I just kind of like nodded, like put the sign yes, put the sign down. Oh my put the god, sign down. I don't remember any of this. Yeah, I remember I like,
0: you just being swept away. That's what I remember. But I
1: also was like, please put the sign down. Oh my goodness. Um, okay, so then,
0: so then you said yes, and so it was either we the, still have not had a conversation. It was either at that night point. or the next night. I think it was that night. It was a Thursday because Bell came to see the show, and you guys were going out for a drink, and you invited me out to have okay. a drink with you and Bell. But at
1: this point, we still the two of us have still not had a normal conversation. We haven't.
0: This was our first conversation was with Bell. <coughs> so we go to the, the park house. We which go to the park like house the
1: hang. And a woman I was working with was there, and the entire cast came. Is this when I called you? No, no, no. So we went
0: to the Park House with Belle. I thought we had a good time. I didn't know if you were interested in me or not. So the following night. Oh, yeah. And the following night, the stage manager comes up to me and goes, "Um, listen, you're not allowed to do any of that. (laughs) Yeah, that has to completely stop.
1: I mean, it was out of she was control. Like, it's,
0: it's, you can't do it. Okay. And no. I was like, okay, okay. So I didn't know what she was thinking at this point. So that show ended, and I lived pretty. I could be home within about seven minutes from the house. Okay.
1: So we all, after the show, decided to go out, and, and I went home. And I guess I had your phone number. At you that had part. my yeah.
0: You had my home number. So
1: I called and left a message. I said, "Hey, we're all going to the park house. If you'd like to join us,
0: and this was a Saturday night, we'll
1: be there." So he turned around and came back to the park house. Yeah, I got
0: I went home. I got her message. She was like, "We're going to be down there if you want to come down." And I was like, "What the hell?" So I got back in my car. I drove down to the park house and we sat next to each other just
1: We talking. sat in the same same side of the booth. Same side of the and booth. The whole and this cast... is this
0: is when there used to be peanuts all over the floor. Yeah. There were peanuts And the cast everywhere.
1: is throwing peanuts at us. They're all still watching us to see what's going to transpire in the booth. Now, at this point, like the physical attraction was palatable. Really? Yeah. And it was like the sex, you know, the tension was there. And so I, he hates this part of the story. He hates this part. So this
0: was after a a long period of us talking. And I don't remember the conversation. I remember telling you pretty early on, I was like, listen, you need to know I'm a cat person and not a dog person. I love cats. I remember I told you that, that at the park. That was later. No no, 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 I told you that. I okay. swear I remember that at the park house. Okay.
1: And I, so we're talking, we're talking, and um, I just looked at him, and I, I kind of slapped my hand on the table, and I was like, okay, let's just get it over with. And he was like, what? I'm like, you know, the first kiss. Let's just, and his eyes bugged out of his head. Like, he could not believe that I said that. Like, he was just Fold over. And then I went in for the first kiss. Oh
0: my goodness! We kissed each other first of all.
1: Well, <laughs> initiated by me, and then. But we, it was a good. It was a good kiss. We did not stop the, kissing. The
0: tell, the tell was that, Aww, like I squeezed, t- I squeezed you I during squeeze the kiss, back. and you squeezed back. Yeah. That first kiss, I'll never forget that. Yeah. So this was at like twelve o'clock. And we just made out for two hours. Two hours, just but we just totally made out, and then the park. They house actually told closed. us they were leaving. The, yeah. the parkhouse closed, and then we went out to your car on the and street, continued and to we make made out. out for like another half an hour. But they
1: actually had to come over and tell us they were closing. Yeah, because um, we were
0: just totally making out.
1: Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, I like him so much. So and then, that's how we met. And no, 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 then, no oh, there, wait, oh, the story. There's an, the, an ending. There's that has ending. to be said. It's it's. uh... <laughs>
0: In the romantic history.
1: Needless to say, we've not had grand gestures like this. What? Okay, tell the end of it.
0: Here's the end of the story. So we had one more show left. It was the next day. Chris had to drive down to Washington, D.C. to audition for a theater. Yeah. You, were, you were going straight from the show. Yeah. Right to D.C. Yeah. And uh, so I knew I had to do something big. So on the way to the show, I got a dozen red <coughs> roses. Long stem. Long stem red ro- roses. And what I did is I found everybody in the cast when she wasn't around, and I got each person to knock on their door on, on her dressing-room door and to give her a rose and say, "This is from an admirer and I had eleven people do it so that when she came out on stage for last dance. I was holding the 12th Rose. No, no,
1: no. You did it backstage.
0: No, no, no. I was holding the 12th Rose. No, on sta- no, no, no. You no, don't I remember was, this correctly. No, I, I, I yeah, conceived this.
1: I know you did, but I we... I totally Everyone this. did it, and you know that back, like, shop area?
0: Oh, right. That's this was right you, before the show. Yeah, you I did it in the have shop it. area. I was going to have it on stage. <laughs> that's right. And then I ran into you. Yes, and you and did I it in the it shop you. area. Yes, yes.
1: And then... You're
0: right. I'm sorry. I forgot.
1: And then we said goodbye, and... And then, we kissed a lot some more. We kissed a lot. <laughs> and that is how we met doing Boogie Wonderland. Boogie Wonderland. Lenderland.
0: A lot of fun.
1: Oh, also, what was your favorite song in Boogie Wonderland? You don't have to say my song. What was your favorite song? It
0: was totally your song.
1: What was... You, it was
0: totally your song. Chris had a feature... She had many features, so everybody was singing disco songs. There were a bunch of like mega mixes yeah. of disco tunes, but her feature was was Disco Inferno. Yeah, it was and so that much was fun totally because she was she was totally ripping, screaming, <laughs> dancing in these white go-go boots. Yeah,
1: it was it was fun. It was
0: amazing. It was amazing, and I was I'd fallen so hard okay. for her. So side
1: quick. note, side note, when <laughs> after all the years together, I. And I've said this to him before. Um, I always knew that when he proposed, he would do it with a sign that said, serious question. I always knew that it would come back to that. Is that how it came back? It is. Yeah.
0: It is. I th- I thought it was appropriate. I yeah. thought it had to be done. And the story of the, the proposal can be another podcast. Yeah, that can be another
1: podcast. So we're going to end this um, Boogie Wonderland, uh, How We Met. I think it's, we should end it. End it ended happily ever after. Right?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I love you. I love you more. Thanks See you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.
1: Bye.